I know that you know, I know that you know that from exile, those who went back, they went back by three installments, by three groups. First group under the leadership of Zerubbabel, the second group under the leadership of Ezra, the third group under the leadership of Nehemiah. Ezra, from, the, from his book I, was, I read, had a strategy. The strategies that was, fo that was fo focused on altar and temple. For him, altar is an indication of accepted worship. Temple is indication of true presence of God with his people. So as he went on to validate his strategy, he knew that the temple was destructed 586 before Christ. He knew that these people lost also their ID. Some, uh, some religions, they have their religious ID with a place. The Jews' ID was with the temple. If the temple uh, was destructed, the ID was destructed. Today's Muslims, they have their ID in Mecca. Some nominal Christians, they believe that Jerusalem is their ID. For this reason, the Crusaders came to save the holy grave of Christ. And a priest one day came to visit me and he, he said, do you believe that on the Sabbath before the Easter, a miraculous light comes out from the grave of Christ? I said, sorry, this grave doesn't belong to Christ. It, believe, it belongs to a man by the name Joseph of Arimathea. So this Joseph of Arimathea could be high voltage man, and now you see a new uh, electricity. It's, it doesn't belong to Jesus. After Jesus' resurrection, his disciples went to Mr. Arimathea with the gratitude and grateful Merci, thank you, whatever, this is your grave. And he said nothing. He said, look, never link your ID with Christ through a place. Christ is in heaven. He our supervisor, he's our boss. He, he sees everything, he's our Lord, our Redeemer. Once you link a Christianity with such things, you make a Christianity something silly, no taste in it. The taste is in the Bible, and the good taste of Christ is in the New Testament. And <clears throat> for this, but if you go through Ezra and Nehemiah, you see that Ezra and Nehemiah tried to do something, purification of the nation through separation. Because they discovered, for example, that a high priest is married to a Moabite. And how to purify the nation is by 
telling this high priest, you, look, you have to, to divorce your wife, or you, you have to uh, abandon your family, etc. At that time, it was justifiable to purify a nation uh, through separation that was justifiable. But when Christ the Lord came, he discovered that this problem is still lingering. Why? He had to lead people to purification through sanctification. And he started in four steps, in four stations. First station was with Nathanael. Because Nathanael said to Philip, you believe that from Nazareth will come something good? Forget about it. Jesus said, look, uh, Nathanael, you are very pure. You are very pure Jew. I really appreciate. But I have to take you to a better step. You have to discover that in Nazareth and everywhere, in, in North Pole and South Pole, in Syria, in Australia, in Africa, wherever something good might come out, if the Holy Spirit is working and bringing people to the grace of God. And I think later, Nathaniel learned the lesson. Second station was with Nicodemus. Nicodemus said that as a Jew, and you can see that even in nominal Christians, as a Jew, he's flying to heaven. Very, his, his destination is secured, guaranteed. Eternal life policy, it is with him. Jesus said, no, you have to be born again, regardless of your post, of your position, of your past, of your uh, genealogy, etc. And that was for him clear. And today, sometime, when preaching the gospel to a Muslim, is easier than to preach the gospel to a nominal Christian. Because he thinks that he had all the sacraments, and that's all. And heaven is, is open for him. That's very hard. Uh, a, 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 a Maronite priest came to my office. He's Lebanese. Till now, I don't know what how he is responsible for the prisons to visit prisoners in Syria. And he has a license from Ministry of, of Interior to go to, to, to go to visit prisons. Actually, of 10,000 prisoners, there is only 15 Christians, a small number. But he said, I feel that uh, those who, when we have a chapel, Many Muslims won't like to come. I said, okay, if you preach the gospel, you will succeed. Because Jesus in Matthew said, go and teach whatever I taught you. Only you can teach what Jesus taught. And in Mark, he said, preach the gospel. If you do these two verses together, you, you find yourself that you are restricted to the New Testament or to the Bible. He said, okay, and we, give him, give him, we gave him 11 boxes of a New Testament because he noticed that 
some Muslims like to come and attend the chapel. I, I said, never tell them, never tell them extra biblical story. You will ruin their lives. Third station that Jesus had to, to do to lead people to purification, to sanctification was to meet the lady at the Jacob's well. And he said, Madam, please, a cup of water. She said, first of all, I'm not Madam. I'm still bachelor. I'm Mademoiselle, Demoiselle. I said, you, really? She said, no. Okay. And he, he took her a little by little to the discovering that she, this lady needs him. He is the real water the eternal, the, the, the living water of eternal life. Also the, his disciples had to learn that also this lady is included in God's plan of salvation. And the last lesson, I, I, I will finish. The last lesson was the story of Good Samaritan. When the Lord gave the story of Good Samaritan, he distracted the old thinking when he gave that this man who, who did the favor with this, this injured guy is closer to him than the Levite and the priest. Now as Christians, as a New Testament believers, we teach that purification through sanctification through the redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, cross of Calvary and we just sang that the power of his blood there is a power in the blood of Christ Amen. let's pray thank you father for the privilege as I go back to some decades I remember that I was behind this pulpit to be encouraged to preach in English and at that time maybe still till now still broken but you Lord help me thank you for those who are now leading the church and preaching the word exposing the truth standing by the, the biblical platform of our Lord Jesus Christ. He only our Savior, Redeemer, and He is the safe haven of those who are lost. Thank you for everyone who is now attending and we all pray together for each other to uphold each other and make through the power of the Holy Spirit fruitful to bring people to sanctification in Jesus, in His Precious, worthy name, I pray. Amen.